1: Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you.
2: Like heat waves, Oof. fire ants. Ugh. How about kidney stones?
1: Oh, all of those sound terrible. And also the things that just make you wish you were dead.
2: Like too many lamps mm. or your zipper being down, Embarrassing.
1: gears. Made you look.
2: <laughs> how about being kidnapped as an adult? Oof, that doesn't sound good. It's not gonna be as good as this theme song. Ba-bum. <laughs>
1: Fire flooding in the street can't breathe the air can't fight the feeling Goblin down xanax ain't the way to be dealing gotta do better than just getting high we gotta stick together Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Oh, we already said that. I say it every time. I know. Christine, how are you doing? Aside from trying to find a bathing suit you want to show me, how are you doing?
2: I'm a bit tired. Yeah. I did not have a great night of sleep. I was awakened. By cat. Uh My daughter. Okay. And the cat. So what happens is if Alex comes into our room, yeah. the cat doesn't like it.
1: Oh. And
2: so the cat will start attacking Alex. Does the cat sleep on your bed? No. The cat sleeps in a little, one of those little donut beds. Uh You know what those are? They're like soft little beds. Yeah. Next to Sally's little donut bed. There are two donut beds. Oh, cute. One small one, one big one. And the cat hears Alex come in and then is mad. Oh. And then will jump on Alex and start biting Alex. Oh. Because they're enemies.
1: They're frenemies. Oh, well, she was so upset about the cat being, which yeah. I think I cut out of the main part of the podcast last week, just so you know, because it was a very long podcast. But if we didn't, if that part wasn't in, the cat was temporarily lost. Yes. Well, she, he didn't think he was lost. No, he was just out on he an was adventure, having a time. and Alex found him.
2: Yeah. So,
1: but they're frenemies. I they're lot. frenemies. You walked in today <laughs> and said, ta da, I'm. It happened. <laughs> I'm coastal grandma. Yeah. Is that what you called it? Yeah. Okay, so that's a thing. Yeah. And that's how you think you're dressed today. Coastal grandma. I think so. Which is as you described it, like uh what's her face? A look. A look. I mean,
2: I just I the way I tried to explain it was like Andy Hall. What's her face? Know, it was like Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. At, right. at Martha's Vineyard. Right, right, right. Or, you know, I think it's a it's a it's a look. I'm not saying, I, I don't think, like, Hayley Bieber's doing it right now, necessarily. She will next week. She will. Oh, speaking of Hayley Bieber. Are we? So I think we we can't just, believe there's
1: anything to say about Hayley well, Bieber. Well, she
2: did just get a French bob. It looks really good. <laughs> and I looked at it and went, yeah, I should get that. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then you realized you weren't a 21-year-old yeah. model. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, I, I'm not Hayley Bieber. And I tried to make my hair, you know, like, put it up to make it like a, a French dual, bob. Yeah, And I looked... Like a crazy,
3: scary (laughs) witch.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm so interested in the story. Did you guys hear about that plane crash where uh, the parents,
1: this is kind of dark, but like all the parents died and and the little kids kids, lived. I saw the headline, but I have not yet read it.
2: And they were stranded for days. And one of the it was like an 18 month old child. Yeah. Yeah and a couple other really young kids and then a 13 year old i think was the oldest and they lived yeah. off the f- food in the jungle and
1: were they siblings
2: are they all siblings i think they're all siblings
1: how did how was it that the all the adults died in the Kids didn't die. Just I mean, luck? just I, weird. I, my my, my luck, assumption you know was I mean.
2: like maybe they didn't know the crash was coming. They were sleeping and like kids stay all loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. It's like you know how a baby can fall out of a window and not get hurt. Yeah, we
1: just talked about that the other day. How we like drop when when they were little, we like dropping our babies out of windows because and it's, making them bounce up. It's so fun, so cute. Um, should we do a parenting podcast? Because we're so we good at, I think we might need to do a split, a spinoff. Yeah. A spinoff yeah. is, it's How like- to survive our parenting tips. <laughs> <laughs> you won't, but I did
3: gummies and I watched Succession.
1: Oh. That's fun. Oh, that's a weird combo. Yeah, I probably should Did it make have. it more emotional? Oh, I was emotional? weeping. You were weeping. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys watch it? Yes. yes. Okay. Roman. That was the most tense that, episode yeah. for me. That killed me yeah so yield me do we uh again this is several weeks out now so i don't think we're spoiling anything and plus which we already knew the dad was dead and it's just the funeral but i was thinking about it today mm-hmm. i didn't cry that much for my mom <laughs> my mom was nice like why is it is it is the emotion of like it can't just be that their dad is dead because he was such a horrible person is it is it what what it means for a parent who was such a, such a failure as a parent to die is that what it is do you think that's why what all the emotion is about that's a really <sighs> good question i or am i just a robot and you should and everyone dies when their parent i mean of course i cried when my, parent, my mom died but i'm just saying like he was such a horrible rotten father yeah. and human being but I guess it doesn't matter if he's your father; or he's your father, right? Yeah, is that the I think, idea? I think
3: Roman is more most affected because he—I don't think he ever got the validation he wanted.
1: Well, none of them did.
3: That's true. Well, but he was also Kendall did, kind of, because of that letter.
1: Oh, that was a cross out. We all know that was a cross <laughs> I, out. I think <laughs> that I think that well, he wouldn't underline his own letter. Yeah, I. I, I mean, can't... and he was physically abused by him too. They, I, they might have all. I mean. They've only said Kendall for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Roman for Roman. some reason. Yeah, that's a really good question.
2: When somebody's that um, you know narcissistic and uh, a little bit of a sociopath, and they're yeah. your parent, I mean, it almost feels like there's more. It could be they're crying out of relief a little bit too. It's like a mixture of feelings, and yeah. it hits differently. And I it's s- also TV. Right, it's right. more interesting if they have yeah. big emotions than if, no, they're, if they they don't. Saying, maybe yeah,
1: I'm just trying to say the psychology of the character because everything mm-hmm. else I, you know, I've I've understood along the way, but ever since he died, I'm like, they're all this upset. I mean, clearly they're not all that upset. Uh, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> yeah, like, um, Cameron's reaction
2: seems the most reasonable. Yeah, like right. where he's kind of like, yeah. I'm gonna keep moving on. That was
1: really funny when he was like, Can I read my Connor, Connor, Connor. When he was like, Can I read my eulogy? And they were like, This is actionable. I know <laughs> some of this stuff it could get us sued.
2: Uh, I love I love Connor and his wife Ugh.
0: together yes. now. They're yeah. just
2: so fascinating They're to horrible. me. Yeah. And she's just like She's resigned. I like though that she also roots for him. It, yeah, it now feels she is. sweet. Uh, the two of them together really fascinate me. Um. Yeah, that is a really good point. You know, like they're they're sort of even Shiv's like constant like, I've just lost my father. Right. Seems a little bit like, yeah, that asshole. <laughs> really? Know. That's what you guys are all up in arms about. I um, but I don't know, because, you know, I haven't lost a parent yet. Right. And so I have no idea what that feels like. And also, I wouldn't know what it would feel like to lose
1: a f- parent like that. Right. But, you it's know. So many mixed feelings, I guess. And also, they're all trying to be him, which is weird because yeah, they're all just broken human beings. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're all broken people. Yes. The only problem I have with the episode, not enough uh, McFadden. Not enough Tom. I know. No Tom. Yeah. More Tom.
2: We always want more Tom. Always want more Tom. God, he's the best. Um,
3: Greg is so funny.
1: Oh what did he say? He
3: just has these weird throwing <laughs> lines that are like
1: I know. what it just, it's I know so he just funny. he said th- one too and I can't I remember. I know, once. I can't remember either, but he he had a couple of laugh out loud moments. This Oh wait wait. What wasn't did they want like... him to do? Tackle <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yes, yes. His his dad Tackle pigs. His grandpa, farmer, yeah. Oh, I loved when he was like so uh, the is farmer, I mean, the is uh top left um casket <laughs> spot that's available like he, that was the part i am not saying it right but front right front, front right is front so, right available should i inquire about the front right or something like oh, that it's yeah, so, so stupid i like i like i i like his um watching him i don't know just move through this world there's a really interesting piece in the new york times about talking about class and talking about succession and how in that world You know, we all in America prize this idea of the person who sort of uh, the Horatio Alger story, the way we move through, move from like a place of nothing to get everything. But in that world, the worst thing to be is a striver. The worst thing to be is a person who wants to be them. Like the worst person to be is the woman who has the wrong bag, who doesn't Uh already know. So like the worst person to be is Tom. Like right, she, but there,
1: aren't they all strivers?
2: She says to him when she insults him, yeah. and she's giving him all these things. You're a striver, and to them, that's the worst thing to be is to want what they have.
1: Yeah, and I it's, remember that. It's really that, interesting. They all want it too, and they're all striving too. They're all the whole well, series, for power,
2: but they yeah. already have
1: wealth.
0: Oh, so, it's about wealth. So not... it's this interesting oh.
2: thing about like they' the worst thing to be is new money I was you know say, you is gotta hold the, right. the 100 bills up to the light like to ha- to not already know those markers of class that they are born I knowing see. so like it's it's a really interesting oh will have to read examination that. of class'll I'll send you the article I thought it was really interesting
1: now for something lighter are you ready to learn how to survive? Kidney stones. Well, I don't ever want them, but tell me how to not get them. Well, Garen, we know, had one. Mm -hmm. So you can pipe in whenever you like. Okay. Okay. First of all, what is a kidney stone? Yeah. What is it? A kidney stone is a solid piece of material that forms in a kidney. Mm -hmm. A stone can get stuck as it leaves the kidney. It can lodge in one of your two ureters. This is going to come up a lot. I have two ureters. Yeah, you have two ureters. You have there are six ureters in this room. The, they are, <laughs> these are the tubes that carry urine from your kidneys to your bladder. Okay, so your urine is I guess in your kidneys goes to your bladder. Um, okay, so it can get it can lodge in one of your two ureters, the bladder or the urethra. Does it look like this? <laughs> Okay, I have to explain for the audience that before Karen. we caught we on air, we decided to draw pictures of how each of us, well, how Christine and I look in bathing suits. And um, she drew the most unflattering picture of herself that cannot possibly be accurate. I should <laughs> like, give myself some hair. Physically makes no sense. And so she just
3: showed it. Now she's just drawing Kathy. <laughs> <Ack>. <laughs>
1: all right <laughs> i just gave myself
2: some hair <laughs> is there is there hair on your head or hair somewhere else no hair on my head okay. i i try to maintain the the clown bush
1: okay um <laughs> jesus great multicolored. <laughs> i am one paragraph <laughs> Okay, or the urethra, which is the tube that carries urine from your bladder to outside your body. Oh. Okay, kidney stones may be the size of sand or gravel, as large as a pearl or even larger. Ooh. A stone can block the flow of your urine and cause great pain. A stone may also break loose and travel through your urinary tract all the way out of your body without causing too much pain. There are four major types of kidney stones. Calcium is the most common type of stone. Calcium can combine with other substances such as oxalate. Which is the most common substance to form the stone a uric acid stone may form when your urine contains too much acid a struvite stone may form after an infection in your urinary system and a cysteine st- oh, cysteine stones are rare cystinuria the disease that causes cysteine stones runs in families mm. did they tell you what kind of stone you had no okay they did not you call them right now ask them if we- you're we got to find out.
3: I wonder if there's a way to find
1: out. Uh, yes. If you kept it, you would have found out. But if you don't have it, oh, there's no way to find it. out no. now. It dissolved or something. If your doctor suspects that you have a kidney stone, you may have diagnostic tests and procedures such as blood testing. Blood tests may reveal too much calcium or uric acid in your blood. Blood test results help monitor the health of your kidneys and may lead your doctor to check for other medical conditions. Urine testing. The 24-hour urine collection test may show that you're excreting too many stone-forming minerals or too few stone-preventing substances. Mm. For this test, your doctor may request that you perform two urine collections over two consecutive days. Uh, P.S. By the way, I just did a urine collection yeah. yesterday into today, not for kidney stones, for copper. And I had to be just... second on pennies? Yes. I had to, for luck. Well, obviously I had to repeatedly, repeatedly pee into a thing and then put the thing and then, you know, funnel it into a big orange container, which I then put in the refrigerator and really, I kept telling Oliver was sunny D. (laughs) (laughs) You want some sunny D? (laughs) Want some sunny D? (laughs) Wait. Yeah. Copper. Yeah. I've had just these neck problems and um, it's trust me, it's not going to be an issue. I'm almost positive. I don't really have it. But if you have too much copper, then like you can have this really, really bad, dangerous thing. I don't remember what it's called. Someone's disease. It's like an apostrophe yes, or something. Sturgeon's disease? Yes. Really? No, I just made that up. Oh. Okay. I mean, I just was agreeing with you because I thought you made it up. No, I think that's a real thing. Oh. Wilson? Yes, Wilson. Wilson's disease. That's exactly right. From the cartoons? The comic strip. Wilson. Wilson. Um, (laughs) Yes. Okay, so you have to make sure you don't have that. I have to make sure I don't have that. Is PT for your neck? No, the PT is for my knee. Okay. I just like to know everything about you, Danielle, and I think our audience deserves to know. I may eventually have to have surgery on my knee for meniscus. But in any case... um, You know
2: what I can do? I can get you through it. Been there. Yeah. And I've got... I'll tell you how many bottles of hydrocodone I have in my house.
1: Oh, you had... You had wait. Was that the surgery you had when you hurt yourself skiing? Well,
2: no, I tore my ACL. But like
1: you're going to be in a similar situation. Yeah. In any case, I wouldn't do it until after the summer. So I don't know if I'm doing it or not. Um. Okay. Imaging imaging tests may show kidney stones in your urinary tract. High speed or dual energy computerized tomography Mm. may reveal even tiny stones simple abdominal x-rays are used less frequently because this kind of imaging test can miss small kidney stones ultrasound a non-invasive test that is quick and easy to perform is another imaging option to diagnose kidney stones got it Analysis of past stones. You may be asked to urinate through a strainer to catch stones that you pass. Lab analysis will, will reveal the makeup of your kidney stones. Your doctor uses this information to determine what's causing your kidney stones mm-hmm. and to form a plan to prevent more kidney stones. So you're saying yours didn't come out, or it just dissolved within you? I think
3: it just came out in such small pieces that I didn't even realize it. So you didn't one feel point, them pass. It just it you. F- it's hard to kind of hard to explain it. It feels the same as it does while you have it, but oh. then it doesn't then once it's gone, you don't feel that okay. way anymore. So you don't actually feel it like
1: You don't remember the moment it No. Well I kind of You remember the moment it the pain stopped?
3: Yeah, it was like that I was like th- that must be it because it was okay. just different.
1: I don't know how really how to okay explain when it. You're... Oh, go ahead. No, I just said you're the one, you're a lucky one that it just passed naturally. Yes, yes. Can I
2: ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Is it the pain is all the time or the pain is when you pee?
3: The pain is when you feel like you have to go pee, Mm -hmm. which is a lot because there's something there. So your body's like pushing on it, go push it out, push it out. But oftentimes
1: you don't have to pee.
3: I'm just like this. Well, nothing's happening. So kind of like a
2: UTI. That's what a UTI kind of feels okay. like. It's yeah. a constant it's, pressure yes, yes, of yes. feeling like you have to go. And then when you go, it could be just drops. Yep. And then the that hurts too, though, with a um, UTI, is mm-hmm. that it
1: really feels painful. Okay, fluids. Drinking a lot of fluids is important for treating and preventing all types of kidney stones. Staying hydrated, having enough fluid in your body, will keep your urine diluted. This makes it harder for stones to form. Okay, water is best. But you can also drink ginger ale, lemon lined sodas, and fruit juices. I know that sounds weird, but drink enough liquids throughout a day to make at least two quarts of urine every twenty-four hours. Now, on the scale, on the on the bottle, mm-hmm. I made something like one thousand, but I don't know what that means because it wasn't quarts. No, it wasn't one thousand quarts. I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to lift that. How are you, stuff? It wasn't ounces. I don't know what it was. Milliliters, maybe? Milliliters, maybe. M.L.? Yeah, it didn't say. It just had numbers on it. So how are you supposed to know if you made two quarts? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Uh, I guess you could measure two quarts, but I don't know. It's a good question. Drink enough to have light-colored urine. Dark yellow urine is a sign you are not drinking enough. Limit your coffee, tea, and cola to one or two cups a day. Caffeine may cause you to lose fluid too quickly, which can make you dehydrated. Diet and calcium stones. Follow these guidelines if you have calcium kidney stones. These are the calcium ones. Okay. Which, again, you probably wouldn't know until you passed it, but maybe you have more than one. Drink plenty of liquids, particularly water. Eat less salt. um, Have only two or three servings of foods. Have only two or three servings a day of foods with lots of calcium, uh, such as milk, cheese, yogurt, oysters, and tofu. Try to limit your servings of oysters to two or three days. I'll do my best. Eat lemons or oranges or drink fresh lemonade. Citrate in these foods prevents stones from forming. So you want acid. Mm. My husband is so
2: (laughs) interested. Oh, he's
1: not going to have calcium stones because of all his. All those
2: popsicles with their pineapple and like all of the lemonade he drinks. He has this like weird uh, craving constantly for tart stuff.
1: Mm. Does he eat cherries? Cherries are nice and tart. Yeah. Limit how much protein you eat. Choose lean meats. Eat a low-fat mm. diet. Okay. Okay. Do not take extra calcium or vitamin D unless your provider tells you to. Watch out for antacids that contain extra calcium. Ask your provider which antacids are safe for you to take. Your body still needs the normal amount of calcium you get from your daily diet. Limiting calcium, limiting calcium may actually increase the chances that stones will form. Uh, ask your provider before you take vitamin C or fish oil. They may be harmful. If your provider says you have calcium oxalate stones, you may also need to limit these foods that are high in oxalate, like uh, rhubarb, currants, canned fruit salad,
2: canned fruit salad. What is this? Nineteen seventy-nine
1: Del Monte (laughs) (laughs) canned fruit.
2: When was the last time you had canned fruit salad?
1: Right. Great school. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that'll be easy to limit: strawberries and Concord grapes. Vegetables, beets, leeks, summer squash, sweet potatoes, spinach, and tomato soup. Drinks, tea, coffee, or instant coffee. Okay, that's interesting. Ugh. And other foods grits, don't kiss them or eat them. <laughs> tofu, nuts, and chocolate. <laughs> Diet and uric acid stones. Avoid these foods if you have uric acid stones, alcohol, and anch- this is alphabetical order alcohol, anchovies, asparagus, baking or brewer's yeast, cauliflower, consomme, gravy, herring, legumes, legumes. Mushrooms, oils, organ meats. Oh, it's uh, gonna be hard to give up. Sardine, spinach. Okay, you know it was really funny. What you said, cauliflower. What? What? What do you? How do, did I say it wrong?
2: No, that was just cute the way you said it. What did I? Cauliflower.
1: How, <laughs> how else would you say it?
2: Oh well, I say cauliflower. What oh, do you, what do you say? I said
1: cauliflower.
3: Oh no, I can't say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was because you using cauliflower, much, too cauliflower. Too oh yeah you're right that sounded right to
3: me cute. but also you cauliflower what you said. yeah that well, does if sound I, weird let me let me just
2: say it in a sentence like i'm
1: going to the store to Ca- pick up cauliflower cauliflower
3: Ca- cauliflower no
1: you're right I, but yeah. cauliflower is adorable <laughs> it's probably cuz i'm watching junior bake off and they say things weird because they're British and they're children. Would you like to make some cauliflower? It's not the first time I've done well in the Technico. There's <laughs> 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 a severely like defensive, emotional child uh, who finally got kicked out. Oh, my God. Everything he presented was a mess, but then somehow would taste good. But he his aprons were like, it was like a bloodbath. Yeah. But of chocolate. All right.
2: I got to watch that with my kids, too.
1: When to call the doctor, contact your provider if you have severe pain in your back or side that won't go away, blood in your urine, nope. fever and chills, vomiting, urine that smells bad or looks cloudy, <laughs> a burning feeling when you urinate. I mean, yeah. Call your doctor. Any of Don't those. Don't I, I, I think I'm going to just at one of them I'm calling my doctor. Yeah. What to expect at home. Okay. So now you have visited your provider or the hospital because you have a kidney stone, you will need to take self care steps okay let me know if you did this karen mm-hmm. drinking extra water and other liquids
3: and other liquids
1: celsius oh what did you drink
3: <laughs> i always drink a lot of cranberry juice but well, are you it's...
2: talking about cranberry cocktail or yeah, cranberry it... juice you don't mean real no, cranberry you mean juice it was sweet it, right? it... you mean ocean spray right yes ocean spray that's yeah, not, not yeah. tons of but sugar I, but, yeah that's not cranberry I, juice
3: I, cu- I cut it with water
1: oh okay that's good I don't, I don't do like st- like yeah. you do for toddlers. Yes. <laughs>
3: Karen's a giant I am a baby. Giant toddler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, eating more of some foods and cutting back on others, like we talked about. Taking medicines to help prevent kidney stones. Um, taking medicines to help you pass a stone, like anti inflammatory drugs or alpha blockers. Did you have to take any of those?
3: I think they gave me something like that, but I didn't. I got a little bit nervous of the um... side effects. No, that it was might be addictive or something for the for the oh, pain medication. Gave oh, you.
1: oh, oh, okay. They give you an opioid. Yeah, I still have it. You may be asked to try to catch your kidney stone. You can do this by collecting all of your urine and straining it. Your provider will tell you how to do this. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Spaghetti strainer, a
3: little, a little contraption.
1: Yeah, but you, you didn't.
3: I didn't even bother with it. I was like, I'm not going to sprinkle all over this thing. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, the thing I've been peeing into was is very. Um, easy. You just yeah. put it over your toilet. It's a big plastic oh. bowl. You put well, over your toilet.
3: No, no. Mine was like it looked like something you would get at a convention. Like somebody <laughs> put, put a sponsored thing on. <laughs> it has on like it.
1: a realty name yes. on the side. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So now we're talking about large stones oh. and those that cause symptoms. Kidney oh, stones that are I can't sh- stop doing Kegels. I can't start doing them. I literally <laughs> don't know how to do them. I can't. I can't do them. Kidney stones that are too large to pass on their own or cause bleeding, kidney damage, or ongoing urinary tract infections may require more extensive treatment. Procedures may include using sound waves to break up stones. Whoa, really? Yes. For certain kidney stones, depending on size and location, your doctor may recommend a procedure called extracorporeal shock. (gasps) Wave lithotripsy. Lithotripsy. E-S-W-L. ESWL uses uh, ESWL uses sound waves to create strong vibrations, shock waves, that break the stones into tiny pieces that can be passed in your urine.
2: That's wild.
1: I know. The procedure lasts about forty-five to sixty minutes and can cause moderate pain, so you may be under sedation or light anesthesia to make you comfortable.
2: You could just go to like a Metallica show, <laughs> just
1: when the light, like a light show. Oh, like them? Go see them live. Oh, the sound waves. And because that, it's so loud. It's so loud and you just wear earplugs yeah. and you know, just go to the parking lot. You know that's how they make their beer? No. Metallica has a brand of, no, whiskey, sorry. Okay. Metallica has a brand of, I believe it's whiskey, that they say is made in barrels that are exposed to their music, mm-hmm. which somehow causes sound waves mm-hmm. and infuses your whiskey or some bullshit. I don't know. It's <laughs> absolutely insane. Is Jimmy going to go? He's not a Metallica person. So he's not going to go no. see them at SoFi? mm No. Um, okay. ESWL can cause blood in the urine, bruising on the back or abdomen, bleeding around the kidney and other adjacent organs, and Wait, discomfort.
2: Wait, that's not what you want. Like, that feels like worse than what you already had. Wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but it can cause all that, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: you know what? Maybe I'll find, maybe I will go to the health concert. Yeah, that concert. does sound kind of crazy. Like...
1: That does sound like it's...
2: The, Maybe worse the, than what yeah. you already
1: had. All right. Surgery to remove very large stones in the kidney. So you might have to have surgery if it's not passing.
2: Well, it sounds better than doing the sound waves that well, are going to fuck yes. me up even
1: more. Yeah, that's true. A procedure called. Are you ready for it? Yes. Percutaneous. <laughs> sounds like a character in Harry Potter. Nephrolitho. <laughs> 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 Oh, that one. Okay, now it sounds right. Involves surgically removing a kidney stone using small telescopes Mm -hmm. and instruments inserted through a small incision in your back. Oh, that's what I did, but not for, you know.
2: Oh, they did an incision? Yeah, two of them. I had two incisions. I thought they just stuck a needle in it. No, they made two cuts. Oh, I'm so sorry. And that then didn't work. they went through. Well, you know what? What? I feel a little bit better. Oh, good. Maybe it just took a little while. And I had an I had a Zoom appointment with the surgeon and he actually said it can take up to three months and the relief is gradual.
1: So reason you weren't given this information before?
2: Uh, I guess because he sucks. Yeah. So I hate when
1: they do. They do that all the time.
2: You know, it would be nice to know that because I was just like, well, this didn't work because you would think it would just be better Right. right away.
1: That's infuriating. Okay, you will receive general anesthesia during the surgery and be in the hospital for one or two days while you recover. Your doctor may recommend the surgery if ESWL is unsuccessful. Okay, using a scope to remove stones to remove. a smaller stone in your, uter- in your ureter or kidney, mm-hmm. your doctor may pass a thin lighted tube, a ureter scope, equipped with a camera through your urethra nope. and bladder no. to your ureter. No, no, no. Ouch,
2: Put me under. Ouch, Put me under ouch, for ouch. that. You've had a catheter, right? No. You've you never- calf. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you calf? Hey, how often do you like to cath? I like to cath when I watch succession so I don't have to get up. <laughs> No, I, why would I have had a catheter? Well, I had to have one during childbirth because oh. I had a, what's it called when they do the block in the back yeah, for pain? Yeah, spinal. Uh, epidural? Uh, yeah. When I had an epidural, they did
1: a catheter. I Maybe I did. I don't remember. And it, oh, it I don't sucked. think so. Why would you, why do you need a, because you can't, why do you need a catheter? Isn't a catheter to collect your urine or something? Yeah. Why do you need that if you're? Have an epidural? Maybe I didn't. I had. I, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Maybe they just filled a bladder. I've had bag one. With I've had, had one
2: once, and it sucked, and I don't ever okay. want it to happen
1: again. All right, to remove a smaller stone. Okay, so, uh, okay, so once the stone is located, special tools can snare the stone or break it into pieces that will pass in your urine. Your doctor made them place a small tube, a stent, in the ureter. In the ureter. To relieve swelling and promote healing, you may need general or local anesthesia during this procedure. I'll take both. Here's another one. Parathyroid gland surgery. Some, this is so weird, some calcium phosphate stones are caused by overactive parathyroid glands, which are located on the four corners of your thyroid gland just below your Adam's apple. I guess they're assuming you're a man.
2: That's why they always touch this, you know, when you go to your gyno and he's like, okay, I'm going to feel your thyroid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When these glands produce too much parathyroid hormone, your calcium levels can become too high, Uh. and kidney stones may form as a result. Hyperparathyroidism sometimes occurs when a small benign tumor forms in one of your parathyroid glands, or you develop another condition that leads these glands to produce more parathyroid hormone. Removing the growth from the gland stops the formation of kidney stones. Or your doctor may recommend the treatment of the con- of the condition that's causing your parathyroid gland to over uh, produce the hormone.
2: Okay. To begin God, with. there's so many ways things can go wrong with us.
1: Okay, are you ready for a story? It's kind of long, but I and, and I cut some out. You know what, Danielle? I have all the time in the world for you. Okay. I woke up at 6 a.m. on a sunny Saturday morning in June feeling like I had to pee, but when I went to the bathroom, nothing happened. If this doesn't sound that strange to you, let me add that I was 20 years old at the time and a college student, more used to going to sleep at 6 a.m. than waking up at that time. Then I noticed a growing pain in my back. Within minutes, it was so debilitating that I was hopping around, bending over, stretching, moaning, anything for relief. Mm. I took some Advil but knew it would take at least 20 minutes to start working if it would help at all. After a few more minutes of intensifying pain, I was worried something very serious might be wrong. My appendix might be bursting or who knows what, so I called 911. According to to doctors, this is the right move, of course. In a few minutes, I was in the back of an ambulance. While I was still in pain, I felt relieved that I was getting care. Then a miracle happened. Just as we pulled up to the hospital, the pain stopped. I felt normal but shaken. What happened? Was I actually in in any danger? Would it happen again? My pain had... My pain had subsided, but they wanted to check me out anyway. After a conversation with the doctor, they ordered blood tests and a CT scan. The scan confirmed that I had a small stone that had traveled into my lower ureter, meaning I might soon pass it. I was relieved to learn I probably wouldn't die that day. They sent me home with a sieve and some pain medicine. But being 20 and stupid, I threw the sieve in the trash. Mm Karen. Karen. I wasn't going to pee into a screen to collect a stone and send it to the crime lab for analysis. It's a mistake I regret until this day. A week later, I passed the stone. I know because I felt it. Just a little blip as I was peeing. No pain. I was relieved to know that the episode was over. My dad was a pediatric urologist who also gets kidney stones, and I asked him what I should do next. He told me to cut down on foods with oxalates, including Coca-Cola. Um, This was painful for me because at the time I... W- drink about six Cokes a day. Oh, my God. Well, more he's, painful than a yeah. stone? I thought hard about his... Uh, listen to this. So I thought hard about his advice and I reluctantly switched to Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, that'll fix it. I would only learn 10 years later when I had my second stone that Diet Coke, while less caloric and ultimately more delicious than Coke, Wrong. still contained the dangerous oxalates that sent me to the hospital in the first place. I mean, why would you think... It's not diet in kidney forming. <laughs>
2: is, I don't know. Kidneys
1: don't form. I'm mad at this person. Da- their dad
2: is a urologist. I know. It's
1: so weird. It was July 4th. I was at a barbecue with some friends. I took a break. No, this is 10 years later. Yeah. I took a break to pee. Uh, and what I saw in the bowl below scared me to death. My pee was the color of rust. Another trip to the urologist and another scan confirmed it. This time it was too big to pass. And lithiotic. I, I thought I was going to get it. Lithiotripsy was the prescribed treatment. On the day of the procedure, covered only by a flimsy hospital gown, I was placed in a warm, shallow bath of water on a bed of thick plastic, the water to better convey the sound waves. Ah. I was told they put me to sleep, and when I woke up, it was indeed like someone had kicked me in the back a thousand times. Ooh. Uh, again, I was told to pee into a sieve, and again, I made the reckless, youthful decision to ignore the doctor's advice. What? This guy is bananas. He's got what's coming to him at this point. It was then that I switched to Coke Zero. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't until the summer, just a few weeks ago, while I felt the familiar back pain that comes with a kidney stone. I was on a vacation in a remote rural place biking through the woods when my back started to ache. I pedaled faster as the pain got worse, knowing I might not make it home before being overwhelmed. Finally, after a few hours of rolling around on the bed and freaking out my dog, I relented and my wife drove me to the emergency department at the small rural hospital. I was the only patient, but I was certainly making up for it by my volume. I never felt such pain. I was screaming, pacing, moaning, squeezing my wife's hand, anything to get through each wave of pain. After a few hours of observation to make sure the stone didn't get worse, they sent me home and told me to come back if I started throwing up and couldn't stop. Whoa. I would not, again, not need to be told that. There was no urologist in the area, they said, so unless I passed it myself, I would have to be evacuated to a bigger hospital where more sophisticated procedures could be done. The next two days were among the toughest in my life. I barely slept, ate nothing, and endured endless waves of pain. The opioids they gave me did nothing. After about 48 hours, the waves slowed down and became less intense. Vacation now ruined, my wife and I decided that I would go back home and see a urologist to decide what to do next. We did not get a CT scan at the hospital, so we didn't know how large the stone was or where it was. Through my primary physician, I got a referral to a local urologist and saw him the next day. It was a Friday, and the initial pain was on Monday evening. He examined me and ordered a CT scan. The machine in the hospital was available, but I was told that my physician's office didn't have the manpower to get the prior authorization from my insurance company. Mm -hmm. That would be necessary to make the procedure done right away.
2: American healthcare.
1: I spent the whole rest of the day trying to navigate the Byzantine world of health insurance and found out that I couldn't do the paperwork myself and that even if I did, if I made any kind of mistake, I would be penalized by my insurance company. So I found an outpatient center that would take a credit card and had it done there. Oh my God. Looking over the radiologist's shoulder, I taped a video of him scrolling through the scan and identifying my stone three millimeters halfway down the ureter. That was three weeks ago, from when I write this. As far as I know, my kidney stone is still with me. I have been dutifully peeing into a sieve. I haven't caught the source of so much pain, but when I do, you can rest assured that I will not let instinct take over and throw it out the window or send it to a watery grave in the sewer system. I will send it to the proper authorities to face justice, and so I can now, know, and so I can know what kind of stone it is, to try and prevent this from happening again anytime soon. Oh my gosh! So that's why you want to know. Um, what kind of stone it is because then you know what to avoid and what to add into your diet. Oh my gosh, because there's all those different kinds of stones.
2: well, we'll be we'll be hoping for an update on his stone. yes
1: and and what his uh, caffeine intake is now <laughs> and what his Coke of choice becomes. yeah, yeah they didn't
3: they didn't explicitly tell me to catch it. They just said if you want to see it or keep it, I don't know why for you want like to like to make
1: a necklace out of I
3: guess I don't know you can use the, your little sieve thing but oh
1: they weren't direct
3: about it yeah they didn't say say catch it so we can bring it back to us also the pain that you get isn't doesn't happen when you piss it out yeah it's that it's when it's moving yeah from your kidney Ugh. you may have even said this or whatever but that's where the real pain is and I didn't have it exc- like it was painful but it wasn't As painful as that guy's was or what people say it was. I guess mine were small enough, but um, it was just intense, extreme discomfort. Yeah. Like if I tried, I'm just going to go to sleep and it's going to go to sleep and the pain will go away. You can't because it hurts and you're moving and it just wasn't like, like I wasn't screaming out in agony or anything, but it was like, I got to get up and walk around or something. Yeah. Walk the pain off or something.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome. uh, We'll We'll be be right right back back with our guest. Yes. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle.
1: Christine. Did you enjoy your break? I did. My bladder enjoyed it and no kidney stones came out.
2: Let's avoid that. We don't want to be a Garen. No.
1: Yeah. Don't be a Garen. That'd be a good shirt. Don't be a Garen. Don't be a Garen.
3: By the way, my bank wrote me a respond to a message and they called me garden.
1: I saw that and I saw that you were upset, but I think you should take it as a compliment Uh, because it means they're listening to the show. Even that's though they I spelled I "garden" wrong, <laughs> yeah, that's what
3: I was like when I said that. I was like, "Wait a minute, maybe they're a fan. They're trying to be." Funny. I
1: I think we should pretend that's what happened.
3: Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah.
1: How can you get? Yeah. Well, it's literally in the first email. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right, listen,
1: I know. Well, um, did you have a good break?
2: I enjoyed it thoroughly.
1: Did you? We talked about makeup, like, and, and we've talked about bathing suits and makeup today. We're, we're like so girly. We're, like, we're so girly all of a sudden. It's weird.
2: Well, all I want to know is all your selects, like once you get your selects, your suit selects, Oh, you've got to send them to me.
1: I Yeah, I don't know that I'm, I, I don't actually think I need a bathing suit. It's not a. It's not about need. I know, but. To me, it's like every year you get a new suit because. <laughs> oh,
2: you do? Not every year, no. Okay. I can't put myself through it every year. Yeah. I would say like every. It's pretty traumatic. couple years because if there's anything you should feel good in, it's a
1: suit. Yes. So you really
2: want to love it. Like, it's like jeans. Yeah. You know, it's like you want to have a pair of jeans you love. Yeah, you want to have a suit you feel good in. It's I, best you can feel in a bathing suit. I
1: have a helper suit, so it's got okay. like it's got like, <laughs> yeah. it's got whalebone. It's got bales, it, and, <laughs> bales and whistles. Yeah, it has some sort of internal corset structure. Yeah, it's not a corset, but it has like it's tight and then it's like ruched in front. hmm. It. it it's flattering. It does it pushes the job. things up and it, squeezes yes, things in. Yes, exactly. And then I keep seeing this thing on Facebook where it's an ad where these people are in a one piece bathing suit and they pull some string in the back and then it goes. Oh yeah, yeah. Sucks yeah. you sucks all it. in. I've seen that. Yeah. It's like the
2: suit that looks good on everyone. Yes, <laughs> and
1: I'm like, let me prove you wrong. I know. That's kind of what I thought. I was like, well, it looks good on these really curvy women who have really, you know, nice racks. I don't know if it's going to look good on me. Maybe, but I don't know there, Anyway There's only one way to find out Yeah, is buy it I have to buy my, the Facebook ad Um, Buy the Facebook ad, you know what I mean Buy yes. something from Facebook I did it once, I can't remember what it was I actually did buy something from a Facebook ad I can't remember what, but anyway well, let us know. Okay. I, I we'll, post back. Yeah. Back we'll post the pictures. We'll post the pictures of Danielle in various bathing suits on our Patreon. <laughs> oh, that's never happening.
4: <laughs> that
1: You can't afford how much that would cost a month. Um, so... Before the break, yes. we talked about how to survive kidney stones. Now we're going to talk about how to survive kidnapping. Very
2: similar.
4: <laughs>
1: With our very special guest, Ted Hardwick. Welcome Thank to the show, so Ted. Thank you so much for coming.
4: Thank you very much. So
1: let me give you give your bona fides. Is it bona fides or bona
4: fides? I think either is acceptable. I've is only it? heard the I second, so. but I if like the- If you're from the South, it's bona fides.
1: It's bona fides. <laughs> Maybe it is bona fides.
4: Depends on where you went to law school.
1: So, Ted, I know from a million years ago doing sketch comedy at Acme Comedy Theater, and, but he has an interesting life because he, well, first of all, he has this great character called Teddy Town, which is like a lounge singer, is, is that? like
4: a lounge, old nightclub guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which
1: my son made a character for. He really did. For.
4: One of my, oh, yeah. He
1: made, oh. he used you know, he makes these um, like action figures for movies that don't have action figures, but he actually <laughs> made a big one, a tall one for Teddy Town. And uh, the interesting thing about Teddy is he's a performer, but he's also... Teddy, Ted, sorry. That's yeah, right, <laughs> he's, he's also behind the scenes as a set dresser, and you've done, like... 90210, Correct, and
4: yeah. criminal the Bodyguard, mines.
1: Criminal Minds. Yeah.
4: Set dressing is furniture moving.
1: Yeah. We bring
4: everything in, You right. know whether it's the dumpsters in the alley or the sofas, and the lamps, the lamps, the lamps, the lamps, the lamps. It's all <laughs> yeah. about lamps. It's all about lamps. Well, a living room will have one sofa and yeah. eight or nine or ten lamps. You know what I mean? If you just look at your own house, I don't know yeah. if you're sparse or whatever, but lamps pile up, so that's where we, we're the it's lamp people. It's a career people. of
1: lamps. <laughs> it is. Well... This is somewhat of an anniversary for you. Oh,
4: That's right.
3: Okay, so
1: this gets into our story. Yeah. So you tell the story. I I purposely didn't want to know too much about the story okay. before, so I, I don't really know what happened. So you you walk us through what happened. Okay.
4: Well, forty years ago this morning.
2: Wow. This morning. Oh my god. Yeah, I was uh,
4: I was a student at Chapman College. It was Chapman College back then, and now it's Chapman University, yeah. which is in the city of Orange, like just yeah. down the street from Anaheim Stadium. And another mile to Disneyland kind of thing.
1: Uh In
4: fact, so many kids at Chapman worked at Disneyland for their part-time jobs that one of our nicknames for Chapman was Chipmunk College. (laughs) (laughs) And that's still the case. A lot of kids work at Disneyland. But so there I was, and it was the last day of final exams.
1: Is this freshman year? Senior year. Senior year. Okay.
4: And uh, I had a, a final exam to take. Mm-hmm. And this final exam, I had actually postponed for a little bit because of a, another reason. And I had permission from the professor okay. to take it with a different class. And so that was going to be like at 8 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I was going to drive to campus. And I started on my way. And I didn't get very far before I noticed that a really good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Candice. And this goes into a thing that, uh, that's happened in my life where Candice... Her dad was Telly Savala.
1: <laughs> okay. And
4: she was like one of the first people eventually that I met over time, like six or seven women who are the daughters of celebrities. <laughs> oh, okay. Including okay, yourself. I see.
1: <laughs> <So for> those, <laughs> you just collect them. For those who don't know, Telly Savalas was Kojak. He's, Correct. He's uh, Love You Baby. Love You Baby? What is it? With the lollipop. Who Loves You Baby. Who Loves You Baby with yep. a lollipop. Okay.
4: And uh, so she was walking with her roommate and I decided to pull over uh-huh. and see if they wanted a ride to campus. Okay. And as I'm pulling over, driving my dad's 1969 VW bus. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> in 1983, which we bought wow. brand new,
1: uh-huh. and
4: when we bought it, I could walk around in it. I uh-huh. was like, you know, yeah, eight years old. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
4: And uh, so I'm driving the bus, and I pull over. And as I'm pulling over, I notice out like the corner of my left eye that somebody is. Can I cuss? Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
4: is fucking running. Okay flat out ball, go, running as hard as i 've ever anyone seen, so he kind of goes you know by my periphery in this yeah. uh-huh. as i 'm pulling up and still kind of moving and looking at them, and I look back in my rear view mirror to see where this guy 's gone, and i don 't see him anymore, and he comes up the passenger side of the car okay, and just jumps in the front seat of my car, oh my God, so Candace and her roommate had not even had a moment to like approach the car right. yet. And he jumps in, and um, <laughs> i I got out of breath already.
2: <laughs>
4: so he's completely out of breath and like agitated, and he's like rocking in the seat, and he's going, "You're my ride, you're my ride, you're my ride, you're my oh ride, you're my ride." Oh my god! And I'm like, "What?" And he said, "I just jumped off a jail truck, and you're my ride."
1: My j- a jail truck? Oh, he jumped off of a god. work
4: detail truck that was out oh in the neighborhood. Oh my
1: god! He's an escaped prisoner.
4: He's an escaped prisoner.
1: Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah. Is
1: he in a prison uniform? Well, that's the funny.
4: Well, it's one of the funny things because Candace later on, in remarking, she didn't even tell anybody, you know, (laughs) but she says to her roommate, "That's a really cool T-shirt. I wonder (laughs) where he got that. I'd like to have one." OC Jail is what it says across the back of this shirt in orange letters, (gasps) and she
1: just thinks it's cool. She thinks it's like some ironic thing you get from Oz. You
4: have to earn it.
1: (laughs) I guess. Yeah.
4: So. I don't say anything to those two girls, and I just say, "Where do you want to go?" Okay. And so we head out, and uh, the, the the short story where he wanted to go is he needed he wanted to go to his mom's house in like the Norwalk Downey area. Oh, I don't know. Well, you are with desperate that? if
1: you want to go to Norwalk. <laughs> yes, I l- worked in Norwalk for a long time, oh, okay. so I know where. Yeah. it is. yeah.
4: And this is from City of Orange, and so he, you know, told me like where to get on where to get on the freeway. And we're heading out that way. If this route that we were going on, I, like, at one point sort of reminded him that we're going to go right by the backside of the jail that you uh-huh. just escaped from.
1: <laughs> you might <laughs> so want to take a detour. So don't think I'm freaking,
4: you know. Uh-huh. But he was, like, like nervous, nervous, nervous. Scared, scared, scared. And, uh, and, and eventually he, my whole thought was, like, keep him calm. Keep this person calm. He's never threatened me. Uh-huh. He didn't have a weapon. Right. He was just scared. You right. Know. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to take this guy where he's going.
1: You're smart.
4: Well, to like To remain I said,
1: calm and make him calm, yeah.
4: And part of that is that uh, being six foot seven, Yeah. I could, I could tell already that I could kick the shit out of him oh, if I
1: needed okay. to. Oh, okay. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That,
4: I mean, he was like, this, <laughs> this comes up later. But so we're, we're like on the freeway, you know, headed to where he wants to go. And he starts like telling me his story and like what's going on.
1: Okay.
3: And
4: he had been in jail. And had been arrested for traffic warrants. Oh, okay. He had a 30-day sentence with this traffic warrants. Uh Uh-huh. And he was down to about three or five days left in his sentence.
1: Okay.
4: He had been in touch with his girlfriend while he was in jail. Uh Uh-huh. And there came a point where he couldn't reach her. And he began to think that she might have taken their savings. They had saved $1,500. Okay. And that she might like have taken that money.
1: And that's hit the, what hit he was thinking, right? Yeah.
4: So he explained to me that he got some jailhouse advice.
2: <laughs> Best kind of advice, yeah. right? Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> that if he jumped off of his work detail, <laughs> took care of his problem, and turned himself back in by like 6 p.m., there'd be no problem. Oh
2: my God. <laughs>
4: So he's telling me these things. That,
2: you couldn't even
1: get away with that like at boarding school. Yeah. Like what makes them think?
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And so God. he's telling me things like that. And then at one point he looks over and he goes, and he could, you know, I'm driving this bus, right? And he can tell that I'm tall. He uh-huh. goes, man, you look tall. How tall are you? Uh-huh. And in those days I was only like 6'5".
1: You grew after college? I kept
4: growing. I kept growing. My feet too.
1: Yeah. Jesus. I had a size
4: 13 when I got out of college. I wear a size 16 now.
1: Wait. I know. What?
4: Some people keep growing, Danielle. Okay. Some don't.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you, know, you know, that's where I first went was maybe Oliver will grow even more after.
4: Well, up. no one in my family is even six feet tall. My mom How or my dad. Happen? are did this happen? You know, I, the, it just happens.
1: Wait, there's no grandparents or something? My
4: mom, if you'd like press her, she was, I might have had a tall uncle. And then the joke is, but the milkman was pretty tall, too. Oh, you know?
1: gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so
4: it was like an out of nowhere kind of height that I had. <laughs> Do you have
1: siblings? You have siblings. Uh, two brothers. Yeah. yeah.
4: I'm in the middle. Yeah.
1: But are they as tall as you? Not no. Not even six feet. Not even six feet? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I you don't so have too. a pituitary no. issue or I anything? Mean, I mean,
4: I hope they would find that eventually with all the other right. things they've been looking for.
1: <laughs> okay. So, to so, reset, he, you're in the car. He's told you his brilliant plan, which, by the way, makes no sense because if he does find her or doesn't find her, it's not going to change anything if he has to get back by six o'clock.
4: Right. I don't so, think it was well, a well thought out no. plan. It doesn't right. seem... Hence the fucking balls out running right. he was doing right. you, I'm, you never it's like running for your life kind of running which you never have to do if you think about right it, you know and uh so you know so i knew he was so but he was calming down he okay. was calming down and he was telling a story and he was becoming grateful thank you man thank you so much thank you like, let's just get to you, where you're going it was uh-huh. like braid i kept like using uh-huh. but he says he asked me how tall i am and i uh-huh. said i'm six five and he goes oh i'm five seven Oh. And he goes, what do you weigh? And I say, what about 170? He goes, oh, I'm, you know, 165.
1: <laughs>
3: Which comes
4: in handy later on when the cops say, can you estimate his height? Oh,
1: my God. That's amazing. <laughs> he told me his.
4: That's what I said. I he didn't s- tell you everything. I, I didn't say, tell you his eye color. He's 5'7". A... And they're like, how do you know? Uh, uh, and he, uh, told uh, he's <laughs> he told me. How did he tell you? You know, the, the cops thought that was really funny.
1: It is really funny.
4: But so we're. We're moved, going on down the road and getting to the place. And, like, see, he mentioned, like, his height and his weight. And he told me his whole story of why he was going. And so we get to the neighborhood where he wants to go. And it's just a little residential neighborhood, a subdivision. And he wants to go to first to his grandma's house. Okay. And uh, uh, I don't know why. But we went to his grandma's house, and while while pulling up to the house, he could tell by looking up his grandma's driveway that she wasn't home. Okay. But he wanted to see if he'd get into the house for some reason or not, so he goes into the house. Okay. I had a chance to split at that time. So
1: that's what I was going to ask. While you're driving, does it ever occur to you, I should drive him to a police station? I should, like, what was your thought
4: process? uh, It took me a long time to realize I'd been kidnapped. Right. And I didn't realize that until I dropped him off finally and was headed back to campus. Okay. So— he goes up the driveway and he comes back to the house and he, and he says I'm right she's not home and I can't get in the house and stuff. He goes Would you take me to my mom's house? Uh-huh. And I said, Dude, I can take you one more place and then I gotta go. Okay. And he's like, Okay, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks. So I took him to and it was in the same little neighborhood, uh-huh. like around a couple of two or three turns away is where and I let him out of the car uh-huh. and I headed back to campus. Okay. And I was like, wow, that was weird.
1: Yes.
3: It's super (laughs) crazy. And at the
4: same time, I'm going, that guy's kind of an idiot. He's a real idiot. Yeah. He did not. And, you know, he was like, I think he was like 26 or 27. Uh When you're 22 and still in college, you know, he had a girlfriend and lived in a house and had a job, you know, and he had, he was like, had a full adult life. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was like, you know, old enough to be a a full person. Right. (laughs) Which it is. So I'm driving back to campus to take my final exam. You made it. Well, I went, I mean, that was my plan. Okay. I'm going to, I'll go back to campus.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. And uh, business as usual. Yeah. So I get back to campus and I go up to the classroom where the final exam is taking place. And I start to get this kind of (laughs) feeling, Uh sweatiness, things Uh like that. And I'm late. And I, I like knock on the door and I go in and the professor, this woman, uh, like looks at me and, and I sort of ask her to come outside into the hallway.
1: Uh-huh.
4: And she goes, what's wrong? You look awful. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm not sure, but I think I just got kidnapped. <laughs> oh. And so in this echoey hallway, she's like, oh, my God, did he have a gun? <laughs> I said, no, no, no. And so, bless her heart, her advice was, you should go home and have a drink. Oh, my
1: God. It's like about 930 in the morning. I love it. I love it. <laughs>
4: And so I thought that's not really the best advice. So I went to another person who you
1: didn't take the test, correct? Okay.
4: And it was in a a public relations class about campaigns, about mounting uh, PR campaigns. Okay. And when I took the class, I thought it was about political campaigns, which really I thought was interesting. And so, like the first day of class, I'm like, Oh, this is not. And what was it about? About mounting a PR campaign.
1: Oh, got it. uh, it. For
4: for a new company, you had to make up a fictitious thing or that. (laughs) Okay. And so, so I, I I wasn't satisfied with that advice, and I was like, still didn't know exactly how to what to do. So there was a woman who was the uh, like the assistant to the heads of our department, the communications department. Mm-hmm. She was twenty six, also a full woman, full adult, who we all respected, you know. And she was like, we thought of her as like an adult, or a second uh-huh. mom, or an aunt, you know. And so I went to her. And I told her what happened, and she was like, you shouldn't call the cops. They're going to think you're involved. They're going to think you were sitting there waiting for him, and you're going to oh, be in trouble. I wouldn't God. call the cops. And she knew people who had been what? arrested. That's how adult she was. Uh-huh. You know, That's yeah. what you look up to when you're 22. Right. Yeah. And um, so I didn't like that uh, advice very much. <laughs> And there was another woman that we knew on campus, and Chapman back then was fifteen hundred students. Okay, okay. Now yeah. there's fifteen hundred in the film school. Yeah, so a huge amount of growth is taking yeah, place in right. those days. But since it was such a small campus, there was a woman who was like uh, the director of campus life or student life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I knew her from being involved in other things on campus, and I'd been there for four years. And on her resume was that she was a trained crisis intervener.
1: Oh, okay. It's a
4: great phrase. And yeah. which I was like, that's in my head. Yeah. You know, I'm going to call, I won't say her name, but, you know, uh-huh. not because she did badly or anything.
1: <laughs> but she's the daughter of a famous person. No. <laughs> Jenny Bogart. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, uh, Colin Hanks did go to Chapman for a while. Okay. And, uh, and uh, one of Ted Danson's sons went, okay. I think, for all four years. So it became, you know, it was a gathering Interesting. point. I don't know. Interesting. So I called this woman, and she's in a meeting. Uh-huh. And I'm still in the communications office. And so I, I said, well, you know, would you please let her know that I've called and it's, it's urgent, and as soon as she could call me back that I'd really appreciate it. And so that was like the tone of that thing. So I waited like 10 minutes, and I just started to get really... I began to think, like, what happens when he finds his girlfriend? Uh,
1: what happens if
4: he like hija- right, hijacks right, another car? Right, right,
1: right. What right. if he's
4: on a fucking tear through his neighborhood right now? And I was like, you know, and I and I'm sort of like, I didn't want to drive him, you know? right. <laughs> and so, like I said, I still hadn't. I was like, I think I might have been kidnapped. Uh-huh. So I call the office back and ask, would they please pull her out of the meeting? This uh, student life director. Uh-huh. And that it's really quite urgent. And so this sort of goes along with, like, uh, you know, when you're funny or you do improv uh-huh. and things like that. That sometimes you're not taken seriously.
1: Oh, gotcha.
4: So she comes out and she's mad when she answers the phone. What is it, Ted? Uh-huh. And I was like, um, I, I don't know exactly what to do, but I think I, think I might have just been kidnapped. Uh-huh. She's all very funny. You know, I'm in a meeting and I can't. And I start crying. Oh. And I start like a 22-year-old boy. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So she's, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Come to my office. So I go down to her office and I tell her what happened. And we decided we should call the police department. Yeah. And report this. So I called the police department, and I said, uh, I had a run-in with uh, an escapee from Theo Lacey is the name of that big Orange County jail down there. Okay. And uh, so I I had to run in with uh, (laughs) one of your escapees. And so they seemed to know what I was talking about, like, right away. And so... The campus is like really close to the police department. Mm-hmm. And so they the same street where where I had been kidnapped from. If you continue on down that street you go past the back of the campus and you eventually like the police department is on your your mm-hmm. left-hand side, little police department. So I went in there and I was interviewed by detectives and other officers and they eventually asked me the whole story. They thought it was very funny that I knew his height and his uh-huh. weight. <laughs> And uh, they said, you know, we're going to show you a photo array. Uh And, you know, they always explain, you know, we're not saying that anyone who's suspected this is necessarily in these photos, but we're going to have you look at them. Mm -hmm. And I started to think, I can't picture him. Mm -hmm. I can't picture him in my head. I don't know if I'll be able to identify him. I really didn't know. And they laid out these pictures. And they're about the size of a passport photo. Okay. And there's five of them next to each other. And he was right in the middle. Boom! Yeah, you him. could
1: identify. And I him, saw his name, think. all uh-huh. three of
4: his names—first, middle, and last name—which I won't say either.
1: Did he give it to you? Probably. <laughs> he well, did not. I, did, we did not number? exchange names. Okay.
4: No. <laughs> and I didn't ask him his name, but I saw it there, and I've since googled him a uh-huh. few times over the years. Yeah. I find nothing oh. about him. Uh And uh, so, right, so they're interviewing me, uh-huh. and I'm giving all my, them all this stuff. And so eventually since uh these are it's county jail uh and so it's the deputies the county sheriffs that handle the jail mm-hmm. so- uh, eventually two sheriff's deputies come and pick me up and I've been dealing with this uh with a detective who was in a you know a jacket and you know slacks and tie and all that uh-huh. and these two uh, d- uh the deputies come in and they're like jeans t shirt baseball cap, and huge weapons they're not even trying to hide okay. under anything and so What they do normally during their workday is serve warrants. Go to houses, pick up people, find them, Mm -hmm. arrest people on warrants. But if there's an escapee, then they take that over too. Okay. So they sort of, I'd given all this information and they wanted to retrace the steps and to show where I dropped him off. So I rode with them in the back of their their plane vehicle. Uh Oh, I wanted to mention, too, that while the uh, Orange Police Department was taking me up to campus, we drove by this girl that I knew. And Uh she looked over, and I'm in the backseat of the (laughs) car. And she looks away again like, could be, you know, hardly, you know.
1: (laughs) Who knows what he's up to. Yeah.
4: And so we retrace those steps, and I take him back, you know, and I showed him Grandma's house, and I showed him around the corner where where I dropped him. And as we got closer to to the house where I dropped him, I'm like, I'm getting nervous. No, I'm I'm
2: sorry. Is this the same day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what if he sees me? Yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. showing the police. Exactly. And I did
4: get that. So I'm like, hey, I don't know if I. am yeah. So I like scoot way all down. All six, oh, yes. six, five of
1: you trying to trying to scoot down. And
4: he gives one of the cops gives me his baseball oh cap, my God. and I'm like, that, look, look, tiny pointing fingers, uh-huh. I'm like, that's it, that's house right there. Uh-huh. And they're all, you know, they're just really sort of uh, grizzled kind of cops, uh, and they're yeah. like. Well, we're going to take you back to campus, and we'll swing back by and pick up that knucklehead after lunch, and this and that. And I'm like, okay. So by that time, it's like almost three in the afternoon. Okay. After explaining everything mm-hmm. to the cops and and and, uh, and all of that, and uh, so I go back to campus, and it's the last day of finals, so it's going to be kind of a party afternoon and party day. <laughs> And also on the same street where I got kidnapped, like two houses behind where I got kidnapped, or down the street, uh-huh. is where my fraternity house was. Oh, okay. So we go back down. The cops are going to drop me off, and I say, so and there's people on the front porch <laughs> to the the frat house. Uh huh. And and I said, you know, let me off here.
3: Uh huh.
4: So they see me get out of a clearly right. what is a, a an unmarked you know sheriff's car, and they're like, what the fuck happened to you? Where you been? What happened?
3: Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> I'm like I got fucking kidnapped. They're like <laughs> liar,
3: bullshit, don't believe Hardwick. <laughs> but this woman who
4: was the director of campus life and this is, she lived right next door in a campus owned oh, home. Oh, okay. And uh, so I'm all, go ask her, go ask her. Yeah. Go. So like, 11 people go running across the lawn, dah, dah, dah. Duh, oh, did you get kidnapped, did you get kidnapped? This, this, this one. is
1: hilarious. Yeah. I can't even picture you in a, in a fraternity, it's so bizarre. Uh,
4: well, it, it, <laughs> did, it happened. I, <laughs> I had, I it had a good, good time, I had a good time good. in my fraternity. But I always in- imitate them like this.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet.
4: And so, so that, was like, that was like the end of the kidnapping. And I'm trying to, like wrote out some chapters. And I, I go, <laughs> yeah the, it's the, crazy the, yeah. and uh yeah so i went through all of that and then i uh i was going along and during the summer i wasn't hearing from anyone and eventually i got a telephone call from the defense from uh, the, uh-huh. the, the, the this guy's defense lawyer mm-hmm. and he was like you know you don't have to talk to me and you know you'd be some people would con- consider me the enemy you know <laughs> as far as this goes and i'm like oh i don't feel that way or anything uh-huh. and i said you're the first one to call and he said so like the prosecutors haven't called, called you at all I said no I haven't heard from anybody uh-huh. and so and I told this guy the defense attorney that in the interim time I sort of thought about this uh-huh. and that I didn't really want to press charges for kidnapping because he was going to be in a lot of trouble for escaping. yeah <laughs> and so I was like <laughs> bless his heart is not a bright guy. <laughs> a kidnapping charge is a huge yeah. charge. Yeah. And so you know, I thought and this is my like wow. plea bargaining in my mind. Uh-huh. He's going to be in plenty of trouble for that. And so that I told that to the defense guy, uh-huh. and then I continued to work. I worked on campus uh, my senior year, all the whole time I was at Chapman. Okay. And so I was in the president's office at work, mm-hmm. and I got a call from there, and it was from the courthouse. And they were saying, all right, you need to be in the victim witness room at 1030 this morning. Oh. And so, like I said, I'd never heard from them before. And, they were, and I was like, boy, you know, I'm at work. I don't know if that's good. And yeah. I assumed I was going to be interviewed, you know, by the oh. prosecutors. And uh, so she goes, no, the trial is scheduled for today. And your <laughs> subpoena says you have to be here at 1045. And I was like, well, I have not received a subpoena. And when I do, I will appear. And I hung up. Uh huh. And then I thought, really, all day. Fucking marshals yeah, are going right, right, right. to come in. They're going to come in and like take me down and all that stuff. But so that was sort of the end of that part, and I didn't hear anything else until um, because I had spoken to this defense lawyer, so he might have like cu- cu- cued them into uh-huh. like, what my plan was. Since yeah. the prosecutor never called, and so that was the last I heard for a while, and then eventually some months later, I got a courtesy call from uh, from the prosecutor's office, uh-huh. DA's office, that the prisoner had been released. And so you get if you're a victim, you get a courtesy call that they've been released. And he had served his time for the escape.
1: What? Mm. Wait a second. Months?
4: He got a six-month sentence. That's it? But he didn't. you don't have to serve all that. So I don't know how long it was. But six months when he had a 30-day thing for traffic. Yeah, warrants, that seems
2: like a lot, actually, because he, was... he didn't get charged for kidnapping.
4: Because he didn't have charges. But yeah. it just
2: seems like escaping prison is always like... But it not. wasn't prison. It was jail. Oh, sorry, jail. It was jail, Yeah. yeah, jail. yeah. yeah. And okay. it was only, and it was, it was nothing violent, right? It was traffic right. stuff. Right. No
4: weapon. Yeah. It was. He had. It was. He didn't have a violent oh past, and he had never threatened me. Right. He was very grateful. You know. That yeah. Was yeah. Like yeah. A...
1: Ted, that was an amazing story. Yeah. That thank was God, God really good. you're safe.
4: Very safe, released unharmed, as and it said in the tiny clipping from I, the next day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. That was crazy. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. I, I was a banana story. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll be right back with what did we learn today. Chris? Yes, Danielle. Garen? Yes. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? Yeah. It's bathing suit season. Prepare for shame, even though you likely look amazing. Woohoo! Be aware of how many your readers are in a room at all times. Oof. I'm going to start counting from now on. Yep. Wilson disease. Oh, boy. So I don't have it. Wilson disease is a rare genetic disorder that is passed from parents to children. It prevents your body from getting rid of extra copper in your system. Your body needs small amounts of copper from food to stay healthy. But a buildup of too much copper is serious. It can result in brain damage, liver failure, or death if not treated.
2: You don't have that because your parents don't have it. it. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I don't think I have that. One U.S. fluid quart is equal to 946.35 milliliters. Oh, so I probably had about a quart of pee. Is that possible? Sure. A quart in just one. Well, yeah, I guess it's possible. Didn't you say it was supposed to be two quarts a day? No, no, no. That's, that's for if you like have kidney stones and you're okay. trying to get rid of them. Okay. I don't have kidney stones. It was just for a sample of my pee. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Metallica's blackened whiskey uses a proprietary sonic-enhanced maturation process called dubbed Black Noise that literally pummels the black brandy casks that held the whiskey with low hertz vibrations. The sonic treatment agitates the whiskey, maximizing the extraction of flavor from the wood. That's what they claim. I don't want it. (laughs) I don't want
3: it. Like a child with broccoli. I don't
2: want to <laughs> drink. You know what I will drink? I'll drink vodka infused Taylor Swift song yeah. booze. It's probably going to taste Brandy. like lavender flowers. I don't want to taste. Does she have a drink? No, but I would drink that. I'm not, I don't want to taste black noise. My
1: fucking life is hard enough. Yeah, you don't need black noise.
2: Do you need to drink black noise? I definitely
1: don't. Maybe what? white noise. Why do we need that? I don't know.
2: Thanks, Danielle. I learned so much from you.
1: I learned so much from Garen and his What Did We Learn Today? They're great. I don't know if the audience knows that he's the one who looks all this stuff up for us.
2: Garen, we really appreciate you. We tip you. our thank hat you. to you, Garen. Oh, thank you. I, I tip my beret. Oh, nice. And everybody, don't mm. forget to check out our Patreon. We've got a new bonus episode. Really funny. I, don't, I haven't even recorded it yet, but I... But we know it's we awesome. We know it's going to be one of our best. And you know like us subscribe on all of our socials leave us a review you can that costs nothing that's free yeah we've got a newsletter yeah check it out let's do it let us know if you have any questions just until next time remain Remain calm. calm